Hey, I'm Garrett. And I'm Daniel. And this is Modern Gaze. On today's episode, we're going to be discussing the importance of defining your own timeline and how to avoid societal pressure on feeling like you're not achieving enough. As gay guys ourselves, and many of you who are within the LGBTQ family, we're going to explore the unique challenges we face and share the most important thing that will help you on your journey to get to where you want to go. Well, let's get started. Let's do it. This concept of a timeline, mm. we touched on The it. word timeline just gives me the ick. The ick? Well, I mean, I have to think about timelines all the time. That's my job. I know. I feel like in my head, I'm constantly thinking of timelines for work and personal. Everything's on a deadline, right? Yeah. And I think it doesn't need to be on a deadline. That's the thing. That's the whole point of this episode today is to remove the pressure and the barriers of having these deadlines in our head. Yeah, at least as many of the deadlines as you can. But this uh, this timeline, when we relate it to our life, mm. when we're thinking about this, go to school, graduate, find a partner, get married, buy a house, do all these things. It's very overwhelming and mm. we don't recognize that enough. I think we recognize it, but we don't express how much it stresses, how much it stresses out. us out. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the thing. But where do you think that these societal pressures come from? Before we even get into the where they come from, I want to just like really recap what this like idea of a traditional timeline is oh, for okay. one's life. Like the American dream or the Australian dream. Yeah. At least in Western societies, it's pretty linear. It's pretty much the same sameies. I mean, throughout childhood and adolescence, you have basically like your birth, your childhood development, you start puberty, graduate high school, then early adulthood, done with college, you found your job, you move out of your parents' house, you have relationships and this, that, whatever. Then you, get you married. Find, yeah. You find the one, you get married and then you have a Babies. career advancement. You have, you have a family, you buy a house. You're now financially stable, right? Okay. That was a lot. You're even stressing me out. I'm not even done because then you're in your fifties now oh and then your God. children leave the house. Then you're at your career peak. You're transitioning into retirement. You're now grandparents and you're traveling the world, but you're getting old. So you have health and aging issues. And then you start planning your end of your life and then you're done. Oh my God. This is the timeline. That's sad. Isn't that crazy? Well, hey, there's no judgment here on this episode. It's you do you boo. We're all about doing yourself, but I think it's a lot. This is the traditional, quote unquote, right. traditional timeline. Right. I think it's increasingly being questioned today and redefined, especially by and pushing younger forward. generations. It's pushing forward or back. Would it's you say? both. It's, it's literally, it doesn't like just blow it up. Yeah. Turn it on its face. Yeah. Throw it away. The amount of times I have heard my mother say to me, when I was your age, I was married with two kids and working a full-time job and you were 10. Girl. I couldn't even think of that. Yeah. And you know what? When my mother says that to me, I'm like, good for you, girl, because I couldn't do that. I, re I actually respect my mom more for it. I think because that our, all, a lot of our parents were faced with challenges when they moved here or they migrated here or their parents had educated them yeah. on those timelines. They thought that was what we needed to do as well. Correct. But I think... They put all that pressure onto you. So basically, yeah. even though that you were a gay man, well, they didn't know you were going to be gay at 11. No, they, even know. though I was dancing and in glitter tops and sequins and had makeup on. Maybe they had an idea, yeah. but they weren't sure. Yeah, was. But they were genuinely thinking, oh, okay, you're going to marry a nice woman. They're going to find a woman and they make it the babies and they have a grandchildren. That's 21. I like it. And then, now we're like, definitely I'm 30, not. gay, living my best life putting a wig on and Paris is here. 
Oh, Paris. We haven't even introduced Paris. Yeah, we Paris. haven't introduced Paris, but we'll save that for another day. That's another episode. Who is she? So what was your parents' projection onto you growing up? Did they suggest a timeline? Did they say you had to do X, Y, and Z by certain ages? Like, no. tell us about I actually, I don't think I was given a pressure of a timeline other than I can see that other than I needed to go to school. Yeah. I think that my parents were quite entrepreneurial and they both were hustlers at heart and Mm -hmm. like, they just tried to always make it work Mm -hmm. and they've always have made it work Mm -hmm. no matter what they did. I did get the societal pressures. My mom was like, you're going to go to uni. What are you going to study at the end of year 12? And I did. I went, I actually went to uni and I I started studying a bachelor in nursing because I wanted to do pediatric nursing. And I went to university for a year or college is a college. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And after a year, I was like, bye girl, this queen is out. Not for me. Not for me. It wasn't fulfilling me. And I was also a dancer. I was creative. So I left uni and I moved to Sydney. I, I studied performing arts for a year. And then that led me to my life path, I guess, of becoming a professional dancer and working within the entertainment industry. This idea of timelines, right? Like these milestones or expectations that we have, especially in our education and career, a lot of us follow the paths of our parents. There's so much expectation for you to choose what you're going to do really early on, specifically around your education and your career, right? Like you're expected to choose what you're going to do. Correct. Because you go to school to then go to university or college because you have to get a job, right? Right. To pay bills and live life. And then you're expected to then advance very specifically within your career. And there's all this guidance around what to do, what kind of career path to choose and how often you should be changing jobs and how often you should be asking for a raise and like all of these things like, okay, am I making enough money? Am I like getting what I'm supposed to be getting at this stage of my life? Right. And then on top of that, you're also supposed to find your life partner, get married have kids. and But have a wedding that apparently is going to cost you $100 million. <laughs> yeah, $300 per person. That nobody wants to pay for because it's freaking expensive. Yeah. And then, but th- you can't elope. But then you have- Because then that's too many who are going to be offended. So you have student debt, you have a wedding debt maybe, and then- you're buying a house. Don't forget so you, you have to buy a debt. house. Okay. So you're constantly in debt. And don't forget you also have to go on a honeymoon that's going to cost you 20 grand. Anyway, that is an expectation that you have. So there's all this insane amount of- stacked up expectation on what you're supposed to do and how you're supposed to do it. It's just what? Oh my God. And I kind of feel sorry for people. It's just a lot. Yeah. It's too much. I'm still figuring it out. Sometimes I love being gay because I'm like, girl, I'm just like, I'm doing my own thing. But it's a lot. It's like a tick box, right? Like you have to have your age next to the tick box and you have to tick it off at that age. And then if you're not ticking it off at that age, then you've got High stress, pressure from your parents. Why aren't you pregnant? Where's your house? Blah, 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 blah. And then you end up feeling inadequate, defeated, and you're comparing yourself. Yeah. I think that uniquely for the LGBTQ plus community, for gay people in general, anyone who's like on their own path of self-discovery, yeah. you have all these things, but you additionally have other layers that add on more pressure that can have deep impact into your mental health. Mm. Like just the idea of when I came out, that how that, where did I timeline that? Where did it, was that on my timeline? No, there is you no know? timelines are coming out. People come out at 40, people come out at 10, people come out at 
18. Right. This traditional sense of a timeline doesn't take into consideration your own personal experiences, what necessarily you want, what is like going to really bring you true happiness. And are you ready to make those choices? Are you ready to take those certain types of risks? Mm. What kind of trauma has happened in your life? What has been restricting you? What you need to work through, right? You know, and also from where you're from and where you come from and what privileges that you've had right. or didn't have. Yeah. It's a lot. It is a lot. And I think when you come out, I hate saying when you have to come out, but when you do come out, families usually don't accept it because they're like, oh, those timelines of what they thought are all going out the window. Families have a harder time accepting accepting or finding that Acceptance. initial acceptance because their timeline that they originally thought you were going to have yeah. is blown out the freaking park. Correct. And then when you don't find the acceptance that you wanted, then you have a new injection of milestone within that timeline, which is finding the people that Community. do you accept need to, you. You need to find your people, right? Building your own family mm. and finding that kind of really good foundational support that you need before you then move on to the next thing in life. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that keep adapting in our own timelines is making sure that you have that safety, that support, that sense of belonging. Timelines should be a tick box of completing one thing when you feel like you have satisfactorily accomplished it or you're happy with that aspect of your life. And then you can move on to the next. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I'm feeling a sense of community. And whenever that happens, that happens. Tick. I feel safe space. Well, then that, I can move on to yeah. dating. That goes into creating your own timeline. Right. What are those milestone or considerations within your own life as a person, as a queer person? Finding out if you're a top or a bottom? <laughs> <laughs> you're constantly you on a quest. That out, figure out your sexual preferences. Yes. Do you find that out on your own timeline? Yes. What we just talked about with Love Daddy Trev on our previous episode, where you have an expectation for finding the one mm. or the one for right now. Yes. <laughs> and building a relationship or dating and or what, what you want your partnership to look like. Right. Yeah. And there's different, there's lots of ways that that looks mm. right. Like you can have a idea of monogamous relationships in mm -hmm. your mind and mm -hmm. feel really comfortable and confident with that. Yeah. You can be into open relationships and yep. feel that monogamy is not for you. Yep. You can be pansexual or asexual. You can be asexual or bisexual. You can be figuring out really what who your you relationship are and what you is. want and yeah. what, that, what kind of relationship you want and what does that look like. Mm -hmm. You can also have a very specific type of relationship for so many years and then have a different type of relationship. Correct. And then it, it can be open, evolving. It can open your mind up to something that you didn't realize that you wanted or needed. Mm -hmm. And then that shifts. Yes. And then that maybe takes certain things off the table. Right. That was originally on your Timeline. Cards. Correct. Yeah. So the point of that is, is what you're saying is that your timeline and your needs and your wants can constantly change. Exploration is important. I love that because if you don't have the opportunity to explore new things or things that you didn't think that you even know you wanted, then you're missing out really. Like you're missing out on things that maybe you love and are satisfying yeah. or bring you happiness. Yeah. hundred percent. When we think about timelines, yeah. I have 
pivoted throughout my whole entire life with what I expected to do. Not once did I think that I needed to buy a house, that I needed to get married, that I needed to find a partner. I didn't even think about what my future looked like. I just was very present and I was very just in what I wanted in that moment. Mm. But later in life, I think when I hit 30, I'm like, shit, where am I going in life and what are my goals and what are my plans? What do I want to do? I recognize that I had a new timeline Mm. and I built one from there. And from that point, I was like, these are the things that I want to achieve and really focus on in my lifetime. Mm. And so at your 30th, when you had that aha moment of wanting to achieve new things of a new timeline, would you say that today that you've achieved those timelines or have they shifted again? No, I've 100% achieved a lot of the things I wanted to, Uh but the timeline and how it happened is not how I planned it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that as we're moving forward in life together, like it's definitely being adapted as Mm. we're moving towards things that we want to work towards. Mm. However, I have relieved and I have done a really good job, I think internally relieving that pressure Mm. more than I think that you have. Yeah, I think... See, for me, it was similar. My 20s, I was just like careless. My dad always called me gypsy. So did my mom, a gypsy soul, because I was like wanderlust, right? I was like, I moved to Sydney. I moved to LA. I moved back to Melbourne, moved back to, moved back to Sydney, did Aladdin. Then I moved to LA permanently. And when I was in LA and I was like on my own and really trying to find myself, I thought that I had my timeline mapped out. I was going to be on tour and like dance with amazing artists and become an actor and rah, rah, rah. And maybe end up in LA, marry someone from America and live happily ever after. And look at us now, marry someone in from LA. We moved to Australia and now we're starting a life together and figuring it out. So yeah, my timeline and my life has changed. I do feel Pressure. I've never felt pressure in getting married or finding the one and settling down, but I did feel pressure in purchasing a house and being successful in my career. Yes, because I was always educated that dancing isn't stable long term, and you need to have a proper foundational job after dancing. After dancing, yeah, yeah. because your body's going to wear out and you're going to get older and your muscles are going to get sore, which I can maybe now start to see that happening. <laughs> So yeah, I think it's important to just know that your timeline is going to change and pivot and adapt Yeah, without the sadness of it having to change, right? which is something else that I probably struggle to deal with. Yeah. Like the dealing of being okay with your timeline changing and not putting that extra stress on yourself. So it can have a pretty big impact into your own mental health and the stress that you feel from feeling that pressure, even though you, you can be in a happy place in your life and have a lot of the things that you wanted to have. Yeah. What's funny, since I came out as gay, my mom actually always says, no rush, no rush, no rush. There's no rush now, apparently. She's always like, take your time. Don't rush things. And I'm like, girl, I'm sure if I was a straight male, it would be very different. You think? Yes. Yeah. That's the difference I, I personally have found. Yeah. You hear my mom, right? She's always, don't rush. There's no hurry. Take your time, which is nice. Like yeah. I'm actually, oh, do I wish I had purchased a home at 25? Maybe. Sure. Like Why? Because thinking about us long-term and having those assets and having our retirement and investments and money set for us, that's been set there. Yeah. I would love to have that for us. But could you have done what you have done with that added expense? Absolutely not. And I would never change it for the world because my experiences 
have been amazing and I'm on my own path. There you go. Wow. <laughs> had I finished my uni course and had I got my degree in nursing or whatever it was and worked in a hospital for the rest of my life, I would have never moved to LA. I would have never had the experiences I had over there. I would have never probably met you. My whole life would have been different. Completely. Had I had followed that path. Yeah. So trust your own path, write your own path, define it, and it will lead you to the most beautiful place. Yeah. It's the power of individuality, right? It's like defining your own success, like how success and happiness looks to you looks completely different to someone someone else. else. Yeah. And that's really important and something to remember when you are considering where you're at in life. Mm. When I'm thinking about where I'm at and what we're doing and the timeline that we originally have set for ourselves to do certain things. And we, when we miss those timelines and like we miss those deadlines or the deadlines have to shift. I tr- like, I really try not to like, let it defeat you. Let it defeat me. You're like, good, you are good at, you're very good at that actually. You ha- yeah. I think it's really, really important to not let it defeat you. Like you can be disappointed, but then I think you have to also then recognize that disappointment, reassess and then replan accommodate what is going on in your life so Mm -hmm. that you can actually make that plan to continuously move forward without having to feel like you have to make up for lost time Mm -hmm. because you can't do it now. Yeah. You are much better at resetting the timeline, having that positive mindset and moving forward where I'm a little bit more in my head. I get frustrated, have big high hopes and dreams. And when they don't come true, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. I think with any timeline in general, you have to remember what is your purpose Mm. and what is the point of you doing what you're doing. Correct. What's the purpose of that? What is the point of it all? Mm. And it's so hard to go back to the point of it all and the purpose of your timeline when we constantly have things like social media. You have other people sharing their exciting news and positive news. And sometimes when we as humans see other people having success and having good things constantly happen to them. We're like, oh, well, nothing really good is happening for me. When in fact it is, we woke up today, we're alive, we have food, we're going to the gym, we have clothes, we have a lot to be grateful for. Lot, yeah. And I think it's very easy in today's society to compare ourselves to people that are maybe purchasing a home or starting a family or getting married or going to Europe and spending 50K on a holiday. Good for them, eating spaghettis. It's very easy to go down the rabbit hole of comparing yourself to others and their timeline when- Well, you need less comparison less and more reflection Yeah, less comparison, more reflection, which will lead to more happiness and fulfillment and achieving your own timeline. Yeah, when it's you meant have, to happen. Because you have better understanding. Yeah, when you have, and you have be- better awareness. Correct. Speaking about like really specifically some practical steps on how to define your own timeline, you are really thinking about what you need and what you want and what are those things that are making you happy and what is giving you that feeling of success and accomplishment and then allowing you to then look at that kind of timeline and always being in that state of mind. Mm. So it's okay. You don't want the timeline to be happiness at the end. No, you'd be happy now. You don't want success and full accomplishment at the end of that. You need to have it now. Because who knows if you're going to make it to the end, sweetie. <laughs> well, life you is know? very complicated. You yeah. don't know what's coming around the yeah, corner. Yeah, yeah. And you don't even know you'll still want that when you get it. Correct. So having that really drive your now 
and being present and being joyful and happy now, mm. feeling a sense of accomplishment and success today now. Yes. That is how you stay in this mindset well, also, of you know, accomplishment, if you, if you of abundance. Get, if you want to get a bit hippie and guru, yeah. Like when you're always in a good state of abundance and gratitude and happiness and feeling like good energy, yeah. you're going to attract more good things too. It, it's true. You know? It's just that it's having, a, it's literally the science of the mind. Yes. Is really psychologically being aware of what it is that you want and already putting yourself in a state of that mindset that you have so that you can continuously work towards it because, but you have it while you're working towards it because sometimes we dream big and we want big things and we want amazing things yeah. for our life so mindset is incredibly important staying in that state of mind of success and happiness and joy and accomplishment along the journey is important, not just at the end. Getting a life coach, helping someone hold you accountable, have someone to remind you of your goals, share with your friends your goals, share with your friends. Accountability. Account, have, account, yeah. have someone holding you accountable on helping you reach your goals. And not in a negative way on like, why aren't you achieving them? But like, how are you going with finding your partner or how are you going with saving towards purchasing a home that you mentioned. Yeah. And that is tricky because yes, it is you tricky. need to choose the right people because yes. you don't want it to be too out there necessarily a parent who has a lot of expectations around you and judgment and judgment, getting someone who is helping you stay in that place of abundance and happiness and yeah, joy so a life is coach. key. Yeah. A life coach is great, and but not everyone has the money to no, pay no, for a life of coach. Course, but a lot of our friends can step in. Absolutely. But there's also really great books, books, online programs. Having a journal. That is balanced by boundaries. Yes. So mindset, encouragement and support, potential life coach, and boundaries. Mm. Boundaries are important because you need to really block the outside noise. I have become who I've become because I have set my own boundaries of mm -hmm. what I expect from myself and what I expect from other people. Mm -hmm. You also have set boundaries in relationships and mm. building towards a career that you want. You've set boundaries. The hardest thing to do is set boundaries with the people you love. Yes. And that are constantly giving you advice. And those are usually your parents. I'm trying to understand how boundaries and timelines align. So boundaries I, themselves. When I hear boundaries, I think of relationships. Yeah. So boundaries themselves is like what you accept from other people including their feedback and advice and pressure. Right. So when your family and friends are telling you like, oh, when are you getting married? Mm. Or why haven't you bought a house yet? Like right. you need to get into the market. The market is never too early Going to get into up. the market. Like you just need to get in. Yes. You just need to get in. Don't buy in where you want to live. Buy over here in this shitty environment that you don't want to live in because you can afford it over there. Have a $700,000 debt and just get it in. Well, so, girl, I can think of other ways to get it in. Let me tell you, sweetie. <laughs> a lot of lube. <laughs> it's cheaper. <laughs> but... Seriously, setting boundaries mm. is also you claiming your space, claiming your own story. And claiming your timeline. Reclaiming my time. This is my timeline, bitch. Don't I'm, fuck with me. I'm reclaiming my time. Yes. Like you, the timeline is yours. It is your story to write. Yeah. And if you don't hit that timeline, it's okay. Yeah. There should be no shame or judgment towards it. Being much more reflective in what it is exactly that you want personally, shut out the noise or fully block whatever anyone else is telling you what they want and just really focus on 
what it is you want. And maybe what it is you want right now is just nothing and living your best fabulous life and going out every weekend or going to Europe. And that's okay too. So today, Mm -hmm. as we've explored this concept of defining your own timeline and breaking free from societal pressures and comparisons, Mm -hmm. we talk about these milestones, right? The society often expects us to reach and the stress and feelings of inadequacy that come from not meeting those expectations. Inadequacy, yes. I constantly feel inadequate when I don't reach my timeline, yes. Being kinder to yourself and really knowing that your own personal experience and your personal journey is uniquely reflective of your own time on this earth. Okay, so starting from today, my vow to you is I'm going to accept our timeline, whatever it may be, and I'm going to remove pressure from myself and not be hard on myself anymore. When those timelines aren't met. See, we all have to be kinder to ourselves. I know. We have to be much more in tune with how we're feeling in relationship to what we want and Mm. what we're trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. And if we're realizing that we're feeling overworked, overstimulated, stressed the fuck out, then we need to readdress what is really going on with this unrealistic timeline and how it's making us feel. So... Whether it's like anyone's experience or if you're an LGBT plus person, right, who have unique, specific coming out stories, acceptance, even navigating the dating scene, which is really Oh my God, that's another whole episode again. These pressures are real and they have a significant impact on our mental health. But you do have to remember that like we're all going through it all at the same time. Every single person on this planet is feeling this way and you're not alone. Yeah, so... Go through it at your own pace. Do what you need to do. Define your goals. Define your timelines and block out all the haters and the external noise. Yes. Well, as we wrap up, let's remember that self-reflection is key. Take time to understand what you truly want out of life. And don't be afraid to set boundaries to protect your own timeline. There are resources out there to help you on this journey. So as you go about your week, challenge yourself to think about what is on your timeline what does it look like what milestones matter to you and how can you take steps to achieve them without falling into the trap of societal expectation and remember your life is your own story yes so write a good one and remember to celebrate the key moments that you have already achieved today see you next week bye guys hey everyone thanks for listening to modern gaze we hope you're enjoying our podcast so far make sure that you follow turn on alerts, and even turn on auto-downloads so that you get our episodes first. Our episodes come out every Tuesday and they stream anywhere podcasts play. 